Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we assemble to explore the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. In this, our sixth season, we are looking at the Avengers. I'm Andy Nelson from the Next Real Film Podcast. And I'm Pete Wright. Finally, we can stop this thing and get a bite to eat. It's been a long, long time. Today, we're talking about Minute 143, the final minute of the movie. The final, really, 53 seconds of the movie, uh, which begins with the final climactic beats of Alan Silvestri's amazing theme and ends with the studio logos with a little stop at Shawarma Palace in between. Back on the show, uh, closing this season out, Mike Gravano from the Superhero Show Show. Mike, hello. Greetings, you merry minuteers. And I have to say, it means so much that you're like, well, every season we close out with our favorite guest. And I didn't, I mean, I love you guys, but I, it, you know, it, a true surprise and a true honor to win. And I just, I'm so glad I can rub everybody else who's guessed at this season's face in it. Outstanding, outstanding. And we'll be sure to pass on your condolences to the other nominees. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> This, uh, you've kind of alluded in an earlier minute as to um, why you picked this minute. But do you want to remind us all one last time about your fantastic plans for the, the painting in your house one day? Oh, yes. I want, I want a Last Supper style Renaissance painting of, of the Avengers eating shawarma in shawarma palace as two <laughs> employees clean up behind them. Uh, it's been burned into my brain since 2012. And yeah, I want it. <laughs> You're ready. Would you do it? I wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need to further litigate this. Sure. You want a painting, like somebody to paint it on canvas and hang it, or do you want to adorn like a full wall mm. of your home? Oh, that's a good. Question. With an immovable uh, artifact of history, of like cinema Sistine history. Chapel style, just you right got there. It. Yeah, maybe it's on your ceiling. I rent. So I don't know what the landlord would think of that. You know, I hear landlords love that. I hear that. Right. Really you mind if I take this high. wall with me as I yeah. go? <laughs> Just get an exacto knife and try to yeah. first <laughs> layer of drywall. Yeah. Notice. So All right. All I, right. I think for now, it'll be smaller canvas. And then when I finally buy, yeah. we'll take over a whole wall. Yeah. Just vermeer the heck out of it. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Ugh, can't wait for that. Love it. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Before we get to the fantastic Swarma Palestine, we do have our last minutes of credits. I don't really have a lot of um, notes with this other than this is that era. Everyone was switching cameras and they shot this with the Alexa. So uh, definitely digital film. Um, also, as uh, we know, uh, anyone who's stayed through credits knows that we always get that little MPAA film number at the end. The film number for this is 47486. And for those curious, film 47485 was the movie Knockdown, which uh, directed by Todd uh, Belanca, uh, starring Casey T. Evans, Tom Arnold, and Nick Faltas. This film, I'm curious if either of you have ever heard of. Uh, Classic Tom Arnold. <laughs> originally titled The Bad Penny. A former American boxer now exiled in Bangkok is forced to confront his violent past after meeting a mysterious fight fan from his hometown. Was the mysterious fight fan Tom Arnold? Because that <laughs> seems play, casting to part. Yeah, he's not going to be the boxer. <laughs> yeah, right. And now these numeric orders, is it in like release date or how do they? It's it's when you kind of um, send your film into the MPA to kind of get get go through the review process, like and all the of that. logging oh, okay. day. Right? Yeah, the logging and so 
Exactly. And so it's it, oftentimes their release um, is completely different. Like this film was re- actually released in 2011. Um, it had a limited release in the US June 8th, 2012, after having played in a film festival in 2011. And so I'm not exactly sure at what point they submitted. But with the Avengers, I imagine that they had probably put that in, you know, probably 2011, um, just because they knew it was coming. Um, On the opposite side, uh, 47487 is a film called A Happy Event, which is actually a French film that was released um, in also in 2011. And I'm assuming that it was just when they had sent it uh, to the MPA to get its uh, its number for a potential U.S. release, which it never got. So oh, sad. I know. That's it, that's a it would be event. a fun and uh bonkers movie night to plan just around the MP rating or MP number numeric order be like oh and watch god. your guests try to guess what the connection is. Let them know there is one. <laughs> oh my god. That is like the deepest of deep cuts. That is we absolutely and mark it here because this will obviously be a public episode, but my hunch is listeners of the next reel will forget this by the time we come back to them in three years and our entire series is just ordered release <laughs> by NBA, 60 films in a row. What's the theme? Just... <laughs> that is, you know, I can't I, wait. I would love that, except when you go through it, you forget exactly how many films actually get released in any given year. And yeah. as proof in the pudding with the two films on either side of the Avengers, neither of those are films that I've ever seen and probably will never want to see. <laughs> Probably can't yeah, even track fine. down. <laughs> I wonder if there's a, I mean, if, if anybody would do it, actually, Andy, I think it'd be you. I wonder if there is a letterboxed watch list in MPAA number order starting from one. Oh, my well, is what That's just the train coming, right? Yeah, train <laughs> approaches that's the first one. So funny. Actually, I, you know what? I don't think, um, I, I know we were just joking about that, but um, I don't believe that they actually had those numbers uh, in existence at that point yet. I think if you looked at the beginning of the MPAA, the big, well, the beginning of the MPAA period, I don't think that they had even started thinking about that until I'm looking right now. 1934, number one, oh, wow. The World Moves On, followed by number two, Handy Andy. Oh, I should, <laughs> should watch that one. That is actually handy, Andy. That would be very telling if, like, the MPAA existed before the first movie. Like, we just want to be ready. We know pictures are going somewhere, and we want to be able to litigate their crassness immediately. What's interesting, actually, this is weird. They must have started it in 1934, and then they went backward for a while, saying, you know what, there were these other movies that came out before Mm. 1934. We should catalog these. Because, in fact, 1931, number 202, there is a movie called The Avenger. (sighs) You guys should probably do minute by minute on that, right? Bonus episodes. Uh, I think so. Luckily, it's probably what seven minutes long. That would be that's my hope. <laughs> oh wow! Um, all right. I don't know if I have anything else about any of these credits. Do either of you have any notes on credits or anything? Well, the the only thing I thought was like Dolby Surround seven point one. Only seven point one. Really. <laughs> like we didn't weren't even dabbling in Atmos before it was released in cinemas. <laughs> when Atmos came out what? Probably 2014 or so? Yeah, I think so. Somewhere like that. I I don't know. I off the top of my head, but I just know that um 2012 those, 
those are better. Oh, see, there you go. I I, I was right to be. Yeah, the premiere yeah. of Brave in 2012 was the first uh, Dolby Atmos installation in the El Capitan um, when that film was released. So love the El Capitan. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. So you were right to uh, question only that saw this. Yeah. only seven channels. Yeah. <laughs> because you guys, you seemed like technically nerdy in a way that I am not. Uh, and you're, earlier you said this was filmed digitally. But then I noticed one of the one of the logos, one of the credits says uh, printed on Fujifilm. What? Why? If you're filming digitally, what are you printing? Well, because so many theaters by this point, uh, they were still projecting a lot of them on film like they hadn't actually fully made the theatrical switch to the drives. Okay. yeah. So they had to drop it back to film for projection. Yeah. Got it. I see. I knew you'd have an answer. (laughs) Glad to help. Glad to help. (laughs) And of course, you get the Stereo D logo here because, again, this was in that era of converting everything, everything to 3D. Yeah. I don't remember. I actually don't remember if I saw this in 3D. I don't remember either. I know I saw a lot of the Marvel films in 3D, but I can't remember specifically if this was one or not. I remember that I did not and that both of you did. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad one of us remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you just have to commit to the bit. That's what we've learned today. All right. All right. And then finally, something else happens. Shawarma Palace. The scope, before we talk about Shawarma Palace, where were you as far as like your kind of expectations by the time we finished Captain America, the first Avenger, with what are what we were going to get out of um, the post-credit sequences. Had you kind of built an expectation, or in your mind, were you like, "Oh, they're going to totally set something up"? Like, where did you come into this kind of expecting something, uh, you know, that actually went somewhere? <laughs> Perhaps propulsive. Yeah. I think so because yeah, we get we get. I'm going to forget a bunch, I'm sure, but we get Nick Fury and yep. Iron Man. Mind blown. Uh, Cap wakes up, and we get a whole sequence right in in. That's First actually Avenger. at the end of the film. At the oh, end, is it? I uh, always remember that as the post credit. It's the boxing arena. Um, yes, that uh, is actually a cut of the film, and and then it cuts. That's right. uh, then we get the trailer. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then I don't remember like Iron Man two or Thor's because I, to be honest, haven't gone back to those movies that much. Uh, Thor Thor is the really confusing one with. Um, Eric Selvig, where he's in the basement with Nick Fury, and they're looking at the Tesseract, and then you're like, oh, wait, is Loki possessing him? Like, what's going on right. there? That's that weird one. That's um, right. Yeah, Iron Man 2 is uh, Coulson finding the hammer in the desert, setting up Thor. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, at this point, I don't think we, we haven't gotten the bits yet. And it is funny to me that now, 80 years later, if people are still <laughs> like, oh, it was just a funny one, it's like, yeah, that we used to be cool with that because this I remember howling in the theaters. But yeah, expecting something like, oh, what is even coming after this? That just nothing. They're just eating exhaustedly delicious shawarma. Well, I, I love it that it's a callback. I love it that it is, you know, at the time, I remember thinking how gloriously on brand it was for Tignataro's sense of humor. Right. Mm-hmm. It just felt. Uh, of a piece with all the other stuff that I was then celebrating uh, about sort of the way he approached 
um, you know, his comedy that just just very dry. It's very dry. It is the joke that has to come around twice to be super funny uh, when you realize there is no other punchline to this. Set. Right. There's no punchline. And that's the funny part. And if you can get that absurdist humor in it, like if you can truck with what Tig is doing i i think it's it's kind of legendary it's legendary in the same way that when we don't get a post credit sequence out of uh endgame like it's that same kind of sort of emotional dance right like right. what could you possibly do after trauma you could either lighten it up or you could just let it ride and this one they lighten it up i think it works and i don't know if it's apocryphal but i remember hearing that uh, Robert Downey Jr. riffed the, you guys know there's a great shawarma place around here. And so they went back and did it. They're like, oh, remember that thing Stark said, let's go and make that a scene. Let's go now. have shawarma. Yeah. And it feels very New York to me. When I lived there, that was like my favorite foods were the halal guys. They have a cart. They have a couple restaurants now, but like that's you, everybody's like, oh, the pizza. Sure. But you're going to get good pizza a lot of places. But I found very few non-New York, uh, amazing-level shawarma spots. Well, you're probably right as far as the decision to do this because they actually filmed this after the film had its premiere. Oh, they, what? Yeah, the movie Whoa. premiered, and they actually came back. Um, the Let's see, the, the premiere date, I'm trying to figure out when the premiere date was. Um, I don't know if I have the premiere date, but it this was actually shot April 12th, 2012, a day after its world premiere. And to the point where... Chris Evans is actually already uh, fully facial haired and he's uh, getting ready for Snowpiercer and he had to wear a prosthetic jaw covering his face up. And this is why he's kind of sitting there with his just hand on his chin, just kind of like not moving at all, because in actuality, he is like holding this thing on his face so that he doesn't uh, so you can't see any of the beard, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, and it, it was all shot in L.A. at a place at the time. It was called Elat Burger. It is now called um, Shalom Grill, where they you can get burgers, kebab, and shawarma. <sighs> of course. I'm hungry. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> 9340 West Pico Boulevard, in case you want to swing by. Thanks to uh, always our, our friends over at the um, MCU Location Scout for all of that fantastic information. That's handy. Are, are you guys, are you shawarma fans? Would you, if you're very exhausted post-fight, would you go get shawarma with your buddies? I would absolutely go stop at an Indian restaurant. I don't know if I would get shawarma. I, I might get uh, tikka masala or something else. But uh, but I do like shawarma. It just, it probably wouldn't have been my first choice. I don't know that I'm, uh, I don't know that I'm a shawarma guy either. I, mostly because we, I love Indian food, but we have a place near us that's called Curry and Crust, and it's Indian food on pizza. So it's like you eat tikka masala on Ooh. pizza, and it's that does sound dope. very good. Uh, it's cr- amazing, and uh, so yeah, I, I would always choose to have my Indian food on a pizza form. Everything's better on a pizza. <laughs> I think so. That's hard to argue. <laughs> I uh, I like even though there's no talking right there's no talking no because yeah. nope, they nope. probably have to pay them more uh, <laughs> and but the, everybody's exhaustion they're still like acting in their characters so well I love Nat is kind of just staring at Clint and it feels like to be like are you okay after all that brainwash stuff uh, <laughs> Thor is just chowing down right uh, Clint Hulk, is chewing very slowly so slowly yeah. Uh, 
Tony is being weird and meticulous and like wiping his hands after each bite, which fits in with. Remember in the early movies when he's like, I have OCD and people shouldn't hand me things directly. And then that goes yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah, my, yeah. Even at the start of this film, he won't take the right the information from uh, Coulson. But Pepper happily will. Yes. I love taking things. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite is, is Hulk because he is super into it. And to the point, and it's probably Ruffalo starting to crack, but he just like, <laughs> and it just feels like. Hulk being like, remember when I smashed the shit out of that <laughs> like giant worm thing? <laughs> like, and I don't know, it just captured that like we had a crazy like drunken night and nobody has energy anymore hung over the next day uh, vibes. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's so funny. Tony has that weird, he makes some weird like, it's like a, a millisecond flash smile that he does uh-huh. or something like right around 30 seconds into this minute it is just the weirdest little thing like yeah it's it's fun to just sit and watch all of these people because to your point yeah they all feel in some way kind of in character and it's uh, it's very enjoyable um and of course we have the two employees in the back the woman is just sweeping the whole time picking <laughs> things up putting them into the the dustpan and the guy is just i don't know if he's working on the grill or prepping something but he's he's doing something in the kitchen still which um, I guess, you know, it's not all cleaning. They're also cooking for hungry superheroes. Right. He's preparing the grill in case another wave of superheroes comes in that they didn't know about. <laughs> well, you know, Daredevil, you know, it's it's the yeah. sub stories that we get. Like, we'll have Daredevil and the Punisher and all of them uh, come in, uh, you know, for the, for their bit that they would have done had they actually been allowed oh, to. And you know, the Marvel Knights, all their food is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know, like what I love, I think more about this is the place is just demolished, but uh-huh. it's like they're already cooking. And that just feels like New York joints like this. New York, baby. Right? It's like people got to eat. Like they're just ready. Like cockroaches, they never die. Like you, they will just always be serving. America, uh, best shawarma in New York City. Yeah, they're gonna. We'll sweep around you. You come in and eat. We'll just keep cleaning up around you. We Sorry. don't think there's any glass in your shawarma. We don't think so. <laughs> you can't sue us. <laughs> yeah, sue right. the weird space bug things that attacked yeah. us. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is a great, fun way to end this minute and this season. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. It's just it is. It is. There's. So much like exhaustion in watching this, or not for me watching this, but watching them be exhausted is just, it's really joyful to yes. just kind of see them finally just like, uh, I just need some shawarma and everything will be good. And, and it opened it up. Like, I'm sure James Gunn already would have had funny ideas, but like, it really does feel like this is what shifted what a post credit scene in the MCU could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get an ant playing a drum at some point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The table is set. Yeah, covered in shawarma. Awesome. Well, um, that's it for this minute. Fun minute, fun movie. We've had a great time talking about it. Minute one forty three. Mike, thank you so much for being here at the end of all things as we wrap this season up. Thank you uh, for having me again for, throughout this season. It's been a blast. I love this movie, and I loved settling in on this minute. And I'm going to commemorate get one four three tattooed on my throat. <laughs> so. And again, uh, let's all do it. Every guest. Let's all do it. <laughs> let's all do it. <laughs> and now people will really know, like, man, I wish I could have been the last guest so I could have gotten right. that neck tattoo. It'll be one, four, three, and then it'll be MMM for the Marvel MMM. Movie Minute Materials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. 
And now, do you guys, I don't know if this is spoiling, I'm sure you probably do know, but what, what's the next movie? When do you jump in? Do you get to break? Do you get to go visit your families? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed. Families, yeah, they, diso- they disavowed us. <laughs> it's too much movie. No, yeah, it's, it is a, um, I, I mean, I guess, you know, the very next thing is jumping into Iron Man 3 and following uh, the PTSD that uh, it's, it's really the PTSD movie that we get yeah. to deal with. with I love that movie. I know, I know it's split controversial. It's so good. Yeah, it's a dude. I love Shane Black. Shane Black is so good. Yeah. And I disagree with everybody's like, I wish he was in the suit more. No, Iron Man out of the suit is great. Yeah. Dragging, dragging the dead suit through the snow. Yes. Like, great imagery in that film. Delightful. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, um, yeah, we're at the end here. So, um, Mike, good season. Last chance. Tell everybody again about your podcast and where they can tune in. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts of the Superhero Show Show, where every week we watch and review every single live-action TV show based on comic books. There are so many all the time. We used to take summers off. Now we cannot. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's even though the CW is crumbling, there's still a bunch of content we are covering it out there. This is so far in advance. I have no idea what it will be on air at this point. Probably still Gotham Knights. Speaking of cockroaches that won't die, they cancel every <laughs> other show. But Gotham Knights still around. I hate this. I hate that show. Uh, I do like a lot of the stuff we cover. I feel like every time I'm with you guys, all, I know, all it's that's like, in what, my brain. What else are you going to complain about that you do uh, for fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a thing I never complain about because I love it so much is Movie of the Year, a movie podcast where each season is a different year, and we build a giant bracket to find the best slash most definitive movie of that year. And right now we are going through 1973. Good year. Good year. Ooh. That is fantastic. We'll have the links for all of that in the show notes. Everybody just check those out or just go to our website, marvelmovieminute.com and you can get everything there. We are closing out season six. We will have a hiatus episode coming up soon to look at uh, item 47, one of our brief little one shots that we have. Although it's actually a fairly long one shot, but yeah. we'll, be, we'll be chatting about that one. And, uh, and then yeah, we'll go from there. So, uh, All right, Pete, last time. Thanks, as always. Thanks, Andy. Until next time, true believers. Marvel Movie Minute is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Andy Nelson. This season's music is Message to the World by Anthony Vega, and this season's show art is by Winston Yabo. Find the show at truestory.fm. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, please consider doing that for our show.